This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. After a nice little sabbatical, it's good to be back. It's good to see you, Megan. It's good to be back live. Um, Welcome to the Ask Jason Show. Every week, we are going live, answering your questions. Uh, Been away for, for the last week, just enjoying some time. Uh, with family, disconnecting from work a little bit, but happy to be back, refreshed, ready to go. Megan, whenever you're ready. All right. Okay. Uh, first question is from Amy. How can businesses utilize email marketing to engage potential clients and customers? Um, one is assuming you you already got the email addresses, but I'm not going to assume that. So one is you have to find a way to capture those email addresses from your potential customers or potential clients. So whether that's having them opt in for something like a lead magnet or a free, like that could be a free report or to watch a webinar or to watch some sort of training, you have to find a way to capture that. Then we go into what's called the content flywheel. So every day, are you sending out valuable information that a gets them to come back and book a call with you that shows you're an expert in your field um, that shows you know what you're talking about that you provide value and you can actually help get them to come back that could be the mix that could be a mix of you know angles and strategies so uh, here's a strategy that's been working for a couple of clients Uh, we'd love to show it to you Um, you know you do a little teaser of the strategy through your email and then say want to learn more book a call here it could be if you have a podcast you put out information um, and you promote the podcast through uh, email so you're always providing content of what's going and and whatnot so uh, it's really just find a way to capture that email and then just keep going around look we live in a time now where people aren't necessarily clicking and then buying right away or aren't clicking and then just booking a call right away sometimes people need to be uh, wine and dined. Um, they need to feel loved and they need to feel like they're making the right decision. So the content flywheel is a perfect way to do that is every single day, send valuable information out with a call to action and get them to do something. So whether that's getting them to read a blog article or getting them to book a call, it should be a mixture of both and keep that uh, relationship going. Awesome. Okay. All right. Um, this one is from Derek. What are some effective offline marketing tactics that businesses can use to complement their online efforts? Uh, I mean, we talked about some of those already uh, in the past, but that's what's called, you know, you can send shock and awe boxes. So while you're sending emails, while you're running ads, you could have a dream 100 list of your potential uh, dream clients that you want to work with and are you sending out packages to them in the mail are you sending out you know and you can fill that package with if you wrote a book but a book inside there just things again that present you as an expert case studies uh testimonial booklet uh food everyone likes chocolate put some chocolate inside there as well um you know are you sending out that type of thing that makes you stand out and gets your foot in the door i've actually seen where people have actually sent a shoe it's just a shoe to the dream client that they want to work with. And they said, Hey, we're just trying to get my foot in the door. So are you being crafting <laughs> clever as a way to, as a way to get involved? I mean, we've talked about this where we've sent 
uh, toy soldiers, like a, a pack of a thousand toy soldiers to, to, um, to clients or prospects that we wanted to work with. And, and, you know, we were going back and forth and we sent the toy soldiers as a way of saying, Hey, we're fighting hard for your business. So we decided to send some reinforcements. You could use it as a way. We've also sent toy soldiers in the past where we've sent out and said, Hey, um, you know, you're going to make so much money. We decided to send you some, uh, armed escort, uh, some armed escorts to, uh, to help take you to the bank. Uh, so just ways to do that. And and that was an $8.99 investment that generated over $100,000 for us. So I think that's a pretty solid ROI on that. Uh, we've sent uh, boomerangs to past clients of ours that said, hey, we want you back. Like just are you being a little bit different and standing out? So offline comes into cold calling, comes into cold cold email. Maybe that's still online, but I, I think you're assuming, I, th- I think we were talking about ads. But a cold email, sending out letters in the mail, sending out, you know, uh, pizza with a pizza to the office or to the CMO uh, with a note inside of it. Just any way to stand in front uh, to stand out and, and get noticed. Everyone's running ads. Uh, very few people take it to the next level. Yeah. I like those examples. Those are a lot more memorable than like a fruit basket. <laughs> those are cool examples. Yeah, I mean, and and it's it's funny, like it doesn't work every time, but, you know, we're a marketing agency. So number one is we're showing that we know how to market. Mm-hmm. Hey, like we're not button pushers on, on Facebook ads. We know, we know how to market. And these guys get hit every single time. These, you know, the, the guys and women run, running these departments get hit up every single time. So how can you stand out, um, you know, send out oversized postcards? Right. So your letters look different than everyone else's. Are you sending it FedEx when everyone else is sending it, you know, USPS? Uh, or are you sending it in a gold envelope versus, you know, something else? Like just different ways to get st- like to stand out. And like the ad is supposed to an online ad isn't necessarily supposed to drive a sale. It's supposed to drive a click. It's supposed to drive a, an, an action. It's first supposed to get people to stop. Then it's supposed to get them to take an action and do things. And then everything else is supposed to sell them. Um, No matter how great your letter is that you're going to send to someone, and no matter how great you are, it has to get opened. It has to get seen first. So what can you do to just break through that noise and get your foot uh, foot in the door? Look, a podcast is another example. Go interview your dream 100 people. Reach out to them and sit there and say, hey, I run this podcast on this. I'm a big fan of your work. Would love to, would love to chat with you and on the podcast and and talk about it. Hey, Jason here. I hate to interrupt this episode. I'm, you're probably enjoying it so much right now. And thank you for paying attention to it and tuning into this episode. Look, the truth is, I really need a favor from you. We really want to keep getting this in the hands of more and more people. So if you could do me a favor and head on over and leave a five star review, leave us a review, leave us some comments, share it with friends, spread the love. It would mean the world to me. As well, continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Jason Portnoy. Follow along there. Look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to the episode. Again, they're going to say yes to that more than going to be like, hey, we'd love to run your ads, love your business. They get hit all the time with that. So how can you be a little bit different? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. What are the most effective ways for entrepreneurs to stay motivated and resilient 
in the face of setbacks and failures? And that question is from Brian. Mindset, it's, it's perspective on, 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 on how you view it. And, and is it a failure or is it a learning lesson? Is it, is that failure actually preparing you for something bigger? Um, you know, perspective and the lens and how you look at things uh, matters more than anything else. So I, I think it's just, it's hard work. And Megan, again, you know this because because we work so closely. It's where I've invested a ton of my time recently, right? So it's it's just, I wish I learned this a while back. I, I learned a lot of skills. It's the mindset part that I've always, always didn't want to focus on. And it's, I can't say I regret it because it was preparing me for something else, right? The lens of how you look at things. Uh, but I kind of wish I had those that time back to, to, to do it. But at the end of the day, I don't. And here I am. And, and, and we're focused on that and we move forward. But it's just there are seasons in, in nature. There are seasons in business. There are seasons in life. Sometimes you're in harvest mode. Sometimes you're in reaping mode. Sometimes you're in, in planting mode. Um, so you just have to realize it and, 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 and look at it from that, that side of things. I think having a vision and a goal that's big and audacious and, and gives you that leverage to keep pushing forward. I think when you have that goal, that big failures are just price you pay to get what you want, right? Mm -hmm. So if your goal is so big and you know, with conviction that this is my vision for myself in 10 years from now, and I'm going to push through, I'm going to move I'm going to get to this level. And with certainty, you actually believe it, that you can actually almost feel gratitude for the fact that you have it in the future. If you can do that, then all these little setbacks just become like in your head. You're like, yeah, it's payment. So, uh, you know, everything comes at a cost, right? All success comes at a cost. Everything you want, all goals, all your visions come at a cost. You just start looking at it as like, yeah, that's normal. Okay, I got a paper. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I, I got to do it. And then you just got to figure out like, is this really even a, a failure or is it a blessing in disguise? Um, again, just all fancy ways to say your perspective and, and, and your mindset on, on, on how you view things matter more than anything else. This game, this entrepreneurship game is 99% mental. I wish I figured that out earlier because skill gets you so far, but if you don't have, you know, the, if you're not sturdy or strong enough to 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 withstand this game, doesn't matter how skillful you are. Okay. All right. Uh, this question is for. By the way, not the answer. Not the answer that uh, people want here, <laughs> right? Like it. And and I and I get it. You want you, you want the tactical. You want the okay. So I had this failure. How do I rebound right away? Mm -hmm. But it's this is a. If, if you re-listen to that answer that, that I just gave, uh, like just re-listen to it and, and just dissect it, it's better than any tactical advice that anyone is ever going to give you. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. This one is from Cara. Uh, how can business owners stay updated with the latest trends um, in the industry in order to stay competitive? There's all types of blogs, um, blogs, you know, leaders in your industry. Um, I mean, Google, 
Google Trends. Like these are like that's that and 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 make sure nothing is going to replace you actually testing your own things out in the marketplace. You focus too much on what your competitors are doing, you become you become a copycat. You become them. And there's nothing that makes you stand out. There's nothing that makes you different. You have no context to what they're doing, what they're not doing. But at the same time, I get it. You you want to know what your industry is doing. You want to know what 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 what's happening. Set up Google alerts. Uh, go look at Google Trends. Go look what's happening in the news. Read Google, like if you're in e-commerce, Google e-commerce blogs, and you'll you'll find stuff. If you're in marketing, go follow the marketing ones. If you're in finance, go follow, like it's there. Google just, I mean. I, I, it's the best answer I can give you. Google for everything. <laughs> it, it's funny. I saw a sh- I saw I saw a meme the other day. It's like someone said it was almost like here. Um, okay, let me Google that for you. Like in, in the <laughs> yeah. sense of like you could have done this. You're asking me a question that you could Google, but I get it. You you. I, it depends what industry you're in. Um, so I can't really give you specific answers. Okay. Okay, so now it's time for my question of the week. Ooh. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So, when starting a business, how important do you think it is to have a like a well-defined business plan, or is it even important at all hmm. to have a business plan? Um, a business plan. I'll give you my opinion on on it a business plan like the traditional business plan sense um no don't really care for it i've never really written one and i've started multiple businesses if i was going to invest in a business i mean it's just fancy bullshit like let's be honest it's like all right here's best case scenarios for everything and we all know it doesn't work out like that uh so the traditional sense of like here's my you know, 400 page business plan. No, I'll never read it. And, and I don't think many people will read it. And I don't think I've ever really created one. I created one. You know, when, when I started the t-shirt company, we were going to invest in, um, we were going to actually turn it into a UFC brand. Um, and, and, and this is before uh, Reebok took over. We were going to sponsor fighters. We were going to do all that and, and, and build it into a big uh, MMA brand. And the people who were going to invest in it wanted to see a business plan and i was like okay and i met with my accountant we created this whole business plan honestly i don't even think they the investors ever read it i think Uh, and and we had talks about investing after that i don't think they've ever read it because they've asked a million questions that were all answered inside the business plan and i spent a lot of time on that thing so um so from then on i was like i'm never writing another one of these again like no no chance am i ever writing another one of these again so um so yeah so I, I personally don't think it's so important, but having a vision, having a goal and having a plan is super important. Uh, okay. if you don't know, if you don't know the direction you want to go in, then you're going to get lost and just circle. If you don't know, um, why you want, if you don't know why you want the things you want or why you're going in the direction you want, then you're just going to loop and circle and, 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 and plateau and, and, and not grow or even start. So, um, knowing, knowing, what you want knowing um 
the end result of kind of what you're looking for. And that could always change, right? As you accomplish certain goals, you're going to push the goals further and further and, and change those goals. Um, but knowing all that, just keep, if you have that vision, that goal, and why you want those goals, and why you want to achieve that and what you're willing to pay for that, that matters to me. If I was an investor and wanted to see things, it matters to me. And you know, where I've spent the last seven days kind of reflecting on our multiple businesses and, and how I want to push those. Those is where I spent my time focusing and not here's the budget I want to invest and go do this and go do that. And here's the plan that I want. It's more, here's the vision of I want. Here's in five, 10 years, three to five year plan, 10 year plan. What do I want this whole life to kind of look like this whole business to kind of look like, and then a kind of reverse engineer from that and kind of be like, okay, so if this happened right now, um, what would I need? And then you start realizing there's a lot of things that happen. You start saying no to a lot of, a lot more things because you know what you want and you're like, this doesn't, <clears throat> sorry, this doesn't push me closer to the goal. Um, so you start figuring things out and, and, you know, I've, I have my own coaches that challenge me on, on that and, and push me and push me on those things to figure it out. But I mean, everyone who puts in a budget, I mean, a budget is a budget. It's, it's doesn't make sense. If anyone's ever uh, renovated a house or done anything, you know that the budget absolutely makes no sense. And you, and you're going over budget and add 20 to 20% minimum more to, towards that budget. So uh, from a traditional sense, note from um, uh, a real goal and vision side, super important. Okay. Okay. I wasn't sure how you're going to answer that one. <laughs> Why? What do you think I was going to say? I really, I didn't know which way you're going to go with it. So yeah, that surprised hmm. me. Hmm. Yeah. All you right. had me fooled on that one. <laughs> was the answer sufficient or do you want more or are you no. good with that answer? I felt like that was very sufficient, but like I genuinely, I did not know which way you were going to go with that one. So huh. good. Great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. That's it. Um, yeah. That's all of our questions this week. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in guys. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, and then I think in a couple of weeks, we have a new time slot. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, but Megan, as always, thank you so much. If you want to work with us and you should, uh, head on over to jportnoy.com, uh, jportnoy.com. And um, all the different ways that we could help you grow your business are listed on there. And I look forward to chatting. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the Market Domination Method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon.